0: All right, one of these years, the draft lottery is going to intrigue Illinois fans. There's going to be a, an Illini who will be up for consideration. Scott Ritchie is going to tell us who and when.
1: Now, there's no guarantees because in recruiting there never are. But Illinois is pursuing class of 2023 wing J.J. Taylor as hard as anybody. And he's the next legit star from the state of Illinois. Just be a matter of if he plays college basketball at all.
0: All right, Richie is in his groove because June is an evaluation period. A lot of high school stars in action last weekend. He'll tell you all about that and tell you uh, what's going on with the Illini, including the latest Kofi news in this week's Inside Illini Basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money radio show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan.
1: Inside Illini basketball, Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam Burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's.
0: Oh, good Monday morning, everyone. Scott Ritchie, across from me, makes it a good Monday morning for me. Ed Bond, near me, makes it a good Monday morning. I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News. Richie, of course, basketball beat writer. Ed Bond, of course, producer, Hall of Famer. Is there a Hall of Fame for podcast producers, Scott Ritchie?
1: I mean, I don't think yet. I mean, podcasts are they're not new, but they're still relatively okay. recent and the the media world. So uh, at some point, probably.
0: All right. Considering this is episode 155 of Inside Atlanta Basketball, that puts Ed in a Hall of Fame. You know, Ed is a editor and publisher, Do It Right winner. That's big time, right? Year and a half ago, he was honored for his work with our Cold Case podcast. So he's a national hero. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Well, when he's inducted, you can,
1: you know, Maybe introduce I'll, him.
0: Yeah, I'll do that. Hey, we got a lot of basketball to talk to. It's uh June twenty one, is that right? Uh, right. Jack, check, yes. And man, it's I loved I loved seeing AAU basketball back in the forefront.
1: It was high school basketball over the weekend. Whatever it is.
0: Basketball, some let me rephrase summer basketball. Summer basketball. How about that? And it is
1: the first day of summer, so that
0: Okay. That counts. Bloomington Normal was center stage.
1: Yeah, uh normal West hosted one of the high school events over the weekend. Uh Riverside Brookfield of course has kind of been the long time place to be, yeah, in June. Uh, this was the 19th annual shootout there. Um and for the first time like almost in 2 years essentially, college coaches could be back on the road evaluating prospects and Illinois coaches were. Um, spent a lot of time at both of those two places that we mentioned. And a uh, handful, more than a handful of new offers have come out of that first evaluation period of the the new recruiting calendar.
0: All right, we'll get into uh, who was doing what in central Illinois. Good to see a bunch of former Illini all now in the coaching ranks getting together for group photos. Love seeing those guys. Yeah, it
1: was strange to see Jarence Howard in a Texas shirt right. you know, with his new job he Left Kansas and Bill Self to join Chris Beard with the Longhorns, um, who are, are still recruiting high school players. It seems, even though they've landed basically every like elite transfer, it seems like in, in the portal. But uh, yeah, he was out. D Brown obviously is at UIC. Roger Powell at Gonzaga. Um, all three of those guys were got a chance to meet up this weekend. I'm
0: curious why Jerence Howard isn't a head coach yet. Do you get Do you get that? in that rut where you're just this great recruiter and that's what people want you for?
1: I mean, kind of. And, yeah, you know, that's... I couldn't speak to his, you know, coaching abilities like on, on the court in terms of development, but basically since he got into college coaching, like, he's just been known as, like, the recruiter. And he has, like, been on a lot of, you know, 40 under 40, you know, List for assistant coaches, and they always mention, you know, terrific recruiter, and you know he helped land a bunch of dudes at at Kansas, and that now he's uh, gonna try and do the same at, at Texas.
0: All right, I'd I'd hire him. How about that?
1: Snacks. That I mean, was my l-
0: era, Scott Ritchie. That was my era when they were winning all the time. Yeah,
1: for all a right. long time, I, Illinois fans wanted him to be like the next coach, like head coach at Illinois. I don't I don't know that 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 is as much steam behind behind that idea anymore. But, uh, I mean, he's still, he's not a, an old guy yet. I mean, he's still time to be a head coach. just hasn't happened.
0: Hey, congratulations to Io uh, over the weekend. And the uh, News Gazette was named Athlete of the Year, the male Athlete of the Year by our very own Scott Ritchie, who did a heck of a job looking back at what a weird year it was for all the sports. But Io... Uh, the first basketball player to be named, well, since I O, right? Since I O, <laughs> uh, before Malcolm that, Hill Malcolm Hill. All right, before that, Luther Head.
1: See, so, yeah, there's there's a gap there.
0: No, Darren Williams or D Brown, surprisingly. Well, that was who was on the beat then? It was not me. You were in grade school.
1: I was in high school.
0: Luther Head, and here's how it worked. Why Luther Head was our 2005. Male Athlete of the Year, because we did seniors
1: at that point. Oh.
0: Yeah, I don't... It was a senior rule. We didn't allow those whippersnappers to even be part of the conversation.
1: I mean, okay, I guess. I don't believe in that. Well,
0: you You didn't have a say, because, again, you were... I was in high school. Chasing snakes in the back of your barnyard. Uh, Had snakes
1: in the backyard, didn't have a barn.
0: Anyway, congratulations to I.O. Congratulations to Coach Underwood, our Coach of the Year.
1: The repeat as well. Uh, well basically, like the Big Ten Men's Golf Coach of the Year, that it's, mm-hmm. it's a Mike Small. I, we should essentially probably just call it the Mike Small Coach of the Year Award. He's won it a lot.
0: Great talk with Underwood you had. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, um, the part kind of just reflecting on the last season, part how do you not – lose momentum from two really good seasons and sort of let you know this rebuild just plateau or you know, worst case scenario, drop back to what it used to be. And then parts that didn't make our year in review but have graced the pages of the News Gazette, talked to him about you know uh, that third assistant coach that he hasn't hired yet and you know, about getting back on the road, recruiting this past weekend, and then also having... You know, visitors in Champaign, I mean, they went a year without being able to do that, more than a year, really. And just that he's exhilarated to sort of kind of get back into the flow of things. And they have a bit, kind of a big-time official visitor starting today, Uh, Cameron Corin. He's a, for now, a three-star center in the class of 2022. Uh, But I would imagine when the rankings are updated this summer that he will jump – May and June have kind of been a big month, big couple months for him recruiting-wise, uh, with new offers from Illinois, of course, but Texas Tech, Florida State, then the most recent two, Kansas and Texas. Um, but hmm. Illinois has a bit of a tie there. Um, Virginia Tech was his second overall offer, and it came from Chester Frazier. So you know, they uh, picked up his recruiting, his recruitment when Chester Frazier got the job at Illinois, and he's on campus, and we'll see what that means. And not a lot of official visits this month. I mean, that's going to be more, I think, in the fall. But uh, when you get a chance to get a guy, I think, that they're high on, you know, 6'9", 205 right now, but you know, can stretch the floor a little bit, uh, I think you you have to do it.
0: Plenty of um, uh, recruiting information coming forward. Well, uh, while we're talking that, let's go. Let's go back to Bloomington real quick, or Normal West, I should say. Um, your top takeaway from a player personnel standpoint
1: was what? Well, I think. I mean, it's maybe not the most notable offer in terms of like ranking. although not 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 too far off, but. Was Illinois got in on the Braden Hough recruitment. Uh, Glenbard West, soon to be senior. I guess he's a senior now. I can call him a senior. Um, had multiple other Big Ten offers. Had a really good senior season, even in a I mean, admittedly, a, a weird or junior season, admittedly in a million a weird year. Um, but Illinois hadn't really pursued that um, until now. You know, Jeff Alexander I think is, is leading the charge there. But I mean, he's an in-state recruit on the rise. You know, kind of popped a little bit, you know, last summer, even though there wasn't, obviously, in-person recruitment, but, you know, picked up a a good number of offers. And then, like, if you just look at his stats from this past season, like, they don't, I mean, average 17.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, about three assists per game, but he only played 22 minutes per game. Uh, So, like, if you kind of... Push that out to his would-be in high school per 32 numbers. Like, they'd be really good. Um, Gets some size and stretch the floor. It's, you know, long, long 6'9", 205-pound forward. So, that one interested me. And uh, he played well, from all I understand, you know, this past weekend.
0: All right, uh, Bradley Bourbon A-Star making some headlines.
1: Yeah, Owen Freeman... He visited Illinois, you know, that first week where things, you know, got back open, where recruits where, where could do that. And then has been on essentially like a Big Ten tour <laughs> in the month of June. And, you know, he hit Ohio State, Purdue. Uh, I think he, i maybe not in the Big Ten, but uh, I believe he got to Marquette as well. So maybe the Midwest tour, um, Wisconsin, Northwestern, and picked up offers from all of them. All right. Although, I, from what I heard, didn't have the like the most terrific weekend. He's been better when he's been with his mid-pro academy team, which includes uh, Ty Pence, trying to else is on that, um, Ethan Kaiser out of Metamora, Brody Harding out of Moline. So um, maybe, you know, Bermanet doesn't have the team around him, but he, he's looked better when he's played. I mean, I like, think played at a higher level
0: one of the big 12 schools that uh, has been rising lately Peoria and Notre Dame
1: yeah um because they had the the Reynolds brothers that kind of led their their charge over the last couple years um I believe one of they're losing one one's graduating I think one will be a senior but they've got two will be I guess rising sophomores um both college basketball legacies. Cooper Koch, I probably mispronounced his name, but his dad JR played at Iowa, and then uh, Marcellus Somerville, who played at Bradley, his son, is also on that Notre Dame team. So, that's uh, Illinois um, at least interested, has shown some interest in in Cooper Koch, but uh, those guys just finished their freshman year, so they're kind of still a ways away, but there's there's potential there.
0: Team to watch. Champagne Central needs a new coach. Former Illini Jeff Finke stepping down. No word on that. Got any inside I, dope I,
1: for me, Richie? I don't. I have as much on that as I do on the... Do you have dope for me? Um, I, I don't, but, you know... <laughs> Just checking. Sunnyside is not that far from the office if you're really interested. Why don't people call it dope anymore? Because I don't think that's, that's not hip enough. There's right. there's new names I'm, which I don't know either. I'm not I'm not hip. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Don he's not helping me either.
0: News over the weekend: Kofi Coburn not coming back to Illinois. Apparently.
1: Yeah, he told uh, WCIA that. Uh, which that had been the report for several weeks, and then the fact that again he sold two thirds of the gear that he got over two years in champagne on the players' trunk. Would have made it, I don't know, difficult to come back, I think. there Could have been some wrangling with the NCAA since you know, the NIL legislation is going to pass. Yeah, or should at least in July. July 1 becomes the new era of college athletics, but I guess I'm not surprised he's not coming back. I mean, he's striking well, like I said sort of all along, he's striking while the iron is the hottest, and whether that means he gets drafted, uh, TBD, I think it's going to be, if he does, it'll be at the end of the second round and these teams just take a flyer on a guy that doesn't necessarily fit the modern NBA as well, but I'll throw him out there for 10 minutes and see what you get. But um, he'll land somewhere. He'll get paid to play basketball somewhere.
0: Good for Kofi. How about that? What's the deal on uh, Georgie? Speaking uh, of big guys who are no longer on campus.
1: I mean, his future, I mean, he's going to go back to Europe and play. Um, he hasn't uh, hasn't signed anywhere for next season yet. But that, that typically doesn't pick up until, I mean, it'll be soon. But, like, July is kind of a big month where guys kind of figure out where they're going next when it comes to playing overseas. But, I mean, he's a... He's an easy fit to go anywhere, really in Europe. I mean, he he speaks multiple languages. He obviously grew up there, so I mean, you know, going home will be uh, be easy for him.
0: All right, the Illinois men's basketball team got an A. We graded every varsity sport at the University of Illinois. One of four A's handed out. Men's golf, of course. Men's tennis, of course. Women's cross country get an A.
1: Sarah Havenman's done a good job. Take with that. that with that program.
0: My the biggest takeaway of your Q and A with Brad Underwood was that he had to golf in a cart by himself. He said I've never played more golf in the pandemic, but he had to go uh, go at it alone.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Because I mean, I just asked him the kind of what he was looking forward to doing the most, and you know, he said that he mentioned Harvest Market, which is across the street from our mm-hmm. office. But just so he could just to get back to doing normal things and seeing people because he. He was much. He said he was much like his team, where he was at Ubben or he was at home, and there was no no doing anything else because you know he didn't want to be the guy that you know got COVID and maybe <laughs> try, you know got the rest of the team sick. So,
0: all right, uh, one of our uh, the more fun parts of this year in review every year is the headlines you'll see and headlines you won't see. Um, headlines you won't see next year. Juwan Howard and Wolverine's clap as a line I raise banner. You probably won't see that.
1: No. Um I mean I'm not sure like how deep the, the hard feelings go, but uh I think there's certainly lean more towards the Illinois side about mm-hmm. the whole Big Ten okay. regular season title thing. Uh raise the Big Ten tournament championship banner, put Iowa and Kofi's jerseys Mm-hmm. Up at State Farm Center, and then maybe don't do anything else. Okay. Because, I mean, by the letter of the law, Illinois finished second in the Big Ten. And, I don't know, just, like, embrace that.
0: Okay. More. Headlines you will read. Coach Calipari, I want the Illini golf team, too.
1: <laughs> I, just, I mean, that's he's pushing he everything, everything else. He's uh, a smart guy. Yeah, I, right. I know very little about the Kentucky golf program. <laughs> I, I just I know that it's not as good as Illinois. Is.
0: Right? <laughs> They're like good in almost everything else, though. Kentucky. Yeah, they, they won it. that volleyball tournament for goodness sake. Where did that yeah. come from?
1: Uh, they've been just tapped back into my volleyball rider days. Uh, they've been sort of on the rise. Okay, the I didn't know that. Years. They've been building. Okay, still, it's, I mean, still, I mean, the fact it wasn't a Big Ten or Pac-12 team was shocker.
0: Here's one that will that hit home headlines you won't read. You probably won't read this in the news gazette. Curbello throws two-handed chest pass. <laughs> that seems to to get fans riled his
1: creativity and spontaneity. And and sometimes the, the ball doesn't go where maybe he intended or the angle in the window he thought he had wasn't quite big enough. But just Go with the flow. He does he, more good than than bad with the ball in his hands. And maybe because it would be so it'd be so outside the box for him, he will throw a two-handed chest pass. Hmm. Interesting. He'll fake everyone out. You fake the one-handed no look behind the back, and then hit him with the two-hander.
0: Headlines you will see next year: Richie misses prediction. That was a that that just came off the top of my head. Yeah, it wasn't in the paper, but your poor prediction record has got to be called out.
1: (laughs) Uh, I feel like it's, it's not that bad.
0: (laughs) All right. Back to ones that were actually in the paper. Fran Fran McCaffrey loses his beep.
1: I mean, that's a, an everyday occurrence. Probably. I mean, I'm not around Fran McCaffrey every day, but certainly during games that he can find himself to be a bit worked up. Um, but that's what has made partially made this Illinois-Iowa rivalry over the last couple of years so good. I just hope it, it doesn't diminish with you know, the players that have gone on you know to other places and then, honestly, on Illinois' side, the coaches. Because uh, that showdown in Iowa City, like Jamal Walker and Chin Coleman were the ones that were probably the angriest, second to, to Fran McCaffrey. And they're no longer here. I have a question about uh, Iowa. How many of his sons are going to be on the team come the fall um he's got two Connor's con- Connor will be back and then Patrick is on the team as well and then then there's a third I think a high school junior or senior so eventually like every McCaffrey will have played for Fran as long as he
0: as long as he's at Iowa headlines you won't see next year you won't read this in the news because that was said. Best selling alumni jersey, number 44.
1: Who wore that? I, I don't remember. And besides, I mean, I guess that's well, Adams have, Miller's jersey. All right. Yeah, things have changed. I guess you can maybe sell jerseys with names on them now, <laughs> as long as the player gets that money. Maybe. I don't know. It's still a,
0: All right. anyway, a work you, in progress on the if NCAA. NCAA. If you have like a day, <laughs> read what Richie wrote in Sunday's News Gazette, six pages long of the year in review. Um, I've learned a lot, actually. I have not been paying close enough attention to Illinois sports because half the people you wrote about I've never heard of. My bad. Well, now you have. Yeah, now I have. I feel much more educated. Female athlete of the year was Olivia
1: Howell. Runaway. See did there. She's a track star. Okay. Uh, winner. Uh, Won two big ten titles, one indoor, one outdoor. Was an All-American.
0: Easy pick. Here's what has to change in my mind. We've been naming athletes of the year since two thousand three, right? Not once has a women's basketball player
1: been our athlete of the year. Come on, what the heck's going on? Well, there just haven't been that many successful seasons um, since two thousand three, and certainly uh, none recently. And that I mean, I also to have to take into account that there are some women's programs at Illinois that have been pretty top notch, between volleyball. Um, soccer, some track athletes as well. Um, Josh Whitman actually uh, addressed the women's basketball program during his media roundtable last week. He was questioned on it by um, one of the reporters there and he admitted that things had not gone well but that Illinois women's basketball hasn't maybe been competitive for a long time, and he was going to give Nancy Fay a, I think this is, quote, a long runway to turn the program around, I guess. Um, Through four seasons, I believe. Yeah, she was hired the same time as Uh, Underwood. Certainly hasn't happened. Uh, First year, no Big Ten wins. The next three, two Big Ten wins apiece, so. Not sure how long the runway will be, but at some point, like there has to like be some measure of success.
0: All right, Josh Whitman sat down with a boy, a gaggle of reporters, we'll call it twenty or so, right last week, his annual state of the state address. Give me the men's basketball talking points, quickly.
1: I mean the two, and I guess. I was say the two big ones that are sort of connected was just, you know, how a successful season like last year led to some changes where, you know, all three assistant coaches left and, again, for logical destinations. Um, and then the fact that there hasn't been a, a third hire yet and you know, Whitman, through us, I guess, told the – nervous fans to relax. Not that they will. But um that it was a timing issue more than anything. Just so the way he talked about it, the way Brad Underwood was talked about is it, it like they have a guy but can't name like officially hire him yet, which I don't know what timing issue it could be unless he is he or I mean or, or she. I guess he can't discount that um, is still coaching Uh, but again why an NBA assistant would leave the NBA it's kind of questionable Um, one new name that's sort of the fans have really jumped onto is Tim Anderson he was at DePaul under Dave Latow connected I mean just super connected in Chicago and you know coached in the public league before he got into college coaching. And if he, I mean, if he is the guy, I'm not saying he is, just the name that has popped up a little bit. Don't know why there would be a timing issue because after Dave Latow was fired, um, he was the interim coach before the Paul hired Tony Stubblefield. The intention was Stubblefield was going to retain him. But then, like, April 20th, news broke that that Tim Anderson was gonna leave to Paul, so that was a month ago or two months ago. So I, I th- eventually, Brett Underwood and we'll hire a third assistant, and it'll be done, and then we can stop talking about it.
0: Groovy. Anything else come out of that uh, Q and A with the AD?
1: Well, before all of the assistant coaching changes happened, you know, Brett Underwood was going to get a contract extension again cuz he got one last march and then part of last year's extension was for NCAA tournaments made between 2022 and i think 2026 his contract essentially would be automatically extended like all the way th- to potentially all the way through like 2036 uh, which is a long ways down the road so i'm not sure like if I mean, this past year making the tournament wouldn't have done that, but he's going to get an extension anyway because they're the number two team in the country, number one seed. And
0: it's kind of just what you do. All right. Draft lottery tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Love that. When's it going to be a – when's it going to involve an Illini? Here's my question to you. When will Illini fans be nervous or be interested in the draft lottery? Give me a player. The eighth grader right now. Are we that far away? Is there some superstar that's considering the orange and blue?
1: Well, I mean, there there is a, a superstar that's considering Illinois. Whether he winds up in Champaign or, to be honest, at any college, it's kind of TBD. But JJ you know, Taylor out of Kenwood is legit because um, he I think was the only 2023 recruit. That played in the top thirty game at the Pango's All American Camp. Um, he's basically Kevin Durant. Like that's like the main comp for him right now. And super athletic, long, six eight, maybe getting taller. Can stretch the floor. Um, will be a lottery pick uh, in twenty. Oh, to be 2024? I think he's draft eligible. But there's no guarantee that he's going to go to college. All right.
0: Kenwood, huh?
1: Is there, is there any woke. allegiance
0: to the line I from Kenwood?
1: I mean, just only in the fact that Kenwood's coach is Mike Irvin of the Irvin family, brother of Nick Irvin who went from Morgan Park to Western Illinois. The same Mike Irvin that runs Mike Irvin Fire. So, yeah, I mean, there's a connection. All but right. again, no guarantee that. I mean, there's never guarantees, hardly, in, in recruiting. But Kenwood is loaded because they got J.J. Taylor, Darren Ames, Davius Lurie in the 2023 class. And then Trey Pettigrew is coming back from Arizona, uh, former Fenwick star, and he's going to play for Kenwood, too. So they. We'll probably never lose a game next year would be my guess. Well, that's
0: great news for us here at uh, the News Gazette because we get to introduce the state finals back in town next March. Maybe Kenwood will be uh, giving us things to write about.
1: I would imagine so. I mean, obviously everybody can be upset, but there's, I think, very few teams that can match them talent-wise.
0: All right, Scott Ritchie, every morning, 6 a.m., IlliniHQ.com. Good morning, Illini Nation. Anything, any data you want to sneak in before I let you go for the day? I know that's your thing. It's your groove. It's your, it's what makes your, what gives you purpose in life.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, there's there's no new data now. I mean, there's no games happening. There's no trends to, to discuss. So I'm going to save up just all my, wanting to talk about advanced stats for when the season starts again and then every Monday uh mm. you're just gonna have to sit there and listen to
0: it. I'm already excited. I really am, Scott Reggie. All right. Hey, follow along. What's the next big recruiting shindig? Maybe this weekend? Is there one They have that...
1: one more weekend on the road. Okay. Um and then there's three evaluation periods in July. And then that's that's it for the I mean, obviously, then Peach Jam is the big event in July. And it's a, a different kind of Peach Jam because, like, t- in a typical year, the UIBL has events in April and May, and that's sort of like the regular season, quote-unquote, and the Peach Jam is the championship. Now they're going to just a, kind of an extended Peach Jam where everybody goes and they'll still kind of, you know, they'll crown a champion, but it's a condensed UIBL uh, season.
0: All right, at least they're doing it, as Ed Bond says. Things opening up, basketball looking like basketball again. Who you got in the finals, uh, NBA winning? Who's your team? I, f- I forget because you've been wrong all all playoffs. I'll give you a chance to.
1: I mean, I don't like have a team per se, but right. I mean, I guess the Suns are exciting.
0: Yeah, Suns, Hawks, I'd like to see in the finals, all right?
1: Yeah, I mean, the Bucks.
0: No, don't do anything for me. i like yards, but I just. Yeah. I'm anti Clippers, so let's let's hope for the best. Suns Hawks. Yeah,
1: I'm not sure. <laughs> the NBA can't be thrilled by any of their potential finals matchups. <laughs> but uh at least we'll get some interest in basketball.
0: All right, Scott Ritchie, we'll uh talk to you next Monday.